How's it going? Hey, doing real well, guys. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? I'm doing well. I'm doing good today. Thank you. Oh, you're so, very well. Um, this is, uh, just before we get started, I just wanted to introduce you. This is my new team. This is my co-host, Brendan. Nice to meet you. Um, and this is my tech guy, Matt. Hello. Fantastic. And uh, we just wanted to start by saying thank you for joining us. And um, we're very excited to have you again. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Thanks for wanting me again. <laughs> Absolutely. The <laughs> first the one was, was so much fun. So I, I was really excited that you said you were interested in again. Yeah, no, I, I love doing these. You know, I always figure at some point in my life, people aren't, aren't going to want to talk to me anymore. So uh, <laughs> I'm all in right now. I'm going to get it. As long as they're interested, I'm interested. Hey man, yeah. I think that smile just brings people's attention. So I don't know. I don't know about all that. I think people are going to want to talk yeah, all the time. Yeah. Well, once I retire from fighting, I got to join the WWE or the circus or something. <laughs> <laughs> the circus. Hey, oh, man. man. So uh, we wanted to first off to start off. you got a fight coming up on February 5th um, against Phil Hawes. Um, how is training going for that? Oh, it's going real well. Uh, I, I, I had two halves of my camp this time, which is nice. Uh, it was a little bit of a last minute. So well, it wasn't that last minute. It was about four weeks before where I went from Ian to Phil. But uh, I'm feeling good. I'm training out with Hendo. I, I was out at a Nashville MMA for the first half. And now uh, coming up the rear here in uh, Dan Henderson's Athletic Fitness Center, Team Quest. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, how long do you typically like for a fight camp to feel 100%? Eh, eight, eight weeks is you it's my weight that that needs the camp uh I, okay. i'm one of the i'm one of the bigger middleweights and so it's it's i can make weight whenever i need to but eight weeks is comfortable to drop 50 pounds um and so that that's nice but if you look at my record i i'm usually i'm usually the guy they call it hey we got someone in 10 days you want to do it and i i usually say yeah that's why you're so exciting to watch Always yes, reliable. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons, one of the reasons the UFC loves me is I've always, it's, yeah, I like fighting. <laughs> well, you actually had a, a year where you fought six fights in that, in a 12 month period. Yeah. In the UFC. So I've yep. got one year outside of the UFC where I got 12 in a year. But, oh, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. I was training for that. Uh, it was just, it was just one long camp. I, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> it was I, it was before I was making any real money fighting. <laughs> and I've got over 70 fights, and uh, I've been in the UFC for 22, and I've made money for about 22 fights now. Uh, prior to that, you just had to fight a lot to, if you wanted to make anything. So out of uh, all the organizations you've fought in, I know you fought in Bellator, obviously the UFC, um, and then you were on um, King of the Cage, I think it's called. Um, what, what would be your favorite organization to fight for? I mean, the, the UFC is number one. The, then there's not even a real comparison. It's not that Bellator wasn't great, not the King of the Cage didn't take care of me. It just, it's a different level. Um, mm -hmm. you, they, I, they feed me. I, they send me food now. I don't have to leave my couch if I don't <laughs> want to. They just feed me. They give me all my pills. They, they run my body fat. They do my tests. They do, I mean, they have spent so much money on every fighter they have. Uh, trying to produce the greatest fighters in the world. And they, they, they've really got a good system with it. Uh, outside of the UFC, I really enjoyed my time when I fought with the MFC, which was uh, Alberta, Canada. It was one of their, their shows. 
uh, and they, they did their best to take care of us too. It wasn't like the UFC, but uh, it was a local show that, that brought in a worldwide variety of talent. Um, and so I really enjoyed the MFC as well. And if I'm not mistaken, you actually were the middleweight champion for the MFC, correct? At one yeah, point. I, I, uh, I retired their organization even. I, I won the belt, defended the belt, and then they never had another show. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's insane. I, I, re- I remember reading that, and I was – uh, I mean, I know you have a strong hand, according to Sean Strickland, so I just wasn't aware that you were the <laughs> champion uh, for the MFC. So that's really cool yeah. to hear. Yeah, I was – it was a – it was considered a world title. I was a world champion. And would there be uh, any other organizations that compare in uh, like skill level or toughness to the UFC? Not as a whole. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Bellator has got some amazing champs. One FC has got some good guys, uh, but it's that the talent pool is real shallow in those. Not that they're not great. I, I really do. And I, the PFL, I love the PFL. Um, the PFL is great. Uh, the Bellator has got some talent, but there is a big drop off from their top two or three guys in every weight class to everyone else in the weight class. Yeah. Uh, with the UFC, UFC's got a deep talent pool. I mean, if you look at the roster, I think UFC's got 750 or close to it fighters. Uh, and every fighter has been looked at, scouted, uh, produced by the UFC. Um, where Bellator, not quite the same. Bellator's got some real talent. I, I think their middleweight champion, uh, who's their champion? It's not Musasi. The guy who beat Musasi. I, I, I think Musasi could very easily have been the UFC's middleweight champion. Um, and I, I think he could be a very stylistic problem for the style bender. But then if you look at the next four guys in line, not so much. Uh, the UFC's top five is better than anyone else's top five. Yeah. Other organizations definitely have like their stars in each division, mm-hmm. but like you said, the talent pool that's within the UFC, there's always someone that you can bring up to, uh, you know, take a spot in a championship fight if necessary. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, the champions are t- typically far better than everyone else until they're not like Nunez <laughs> is the greatest female champion ever until what's her name just kind of made her look, look like a jump. Pena, yeah. Yeah. That shocked Everyone, I know it shocked us. Everyone was talk- thinking just Nunez obviously was going to sweep, but then she was just tired the whole time. Well, she we just- saw that yeah. with Ronda Rousey as well. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, hey, I've got a firm. I love betting on MMA. Never bet on girl fights. Just mm-hmm. don't do it. Uh, the the, I'm, the best girl in the world isn't that much better than the worst girl in the world. Not that. Uh, what, what is the gal's name? The champion now that beaten this. Um, Juliana Pena, I believe. Yeah. Uh, not not the Pena is not good. It just the, the the from the top to the number two isn't isn't that different. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I never like betting on on girl fights, especially because it is a newer. The girl uh, divisions are much newer than the guys in the UFC. Oh, absolutely! They've been around for ten years ish, uh, and I mean. What, what? What girl is going to train their whole life to be a UFC champion? Not a ton of them. There are, and they, they come out and they look amazing while doing it, um, t- talent-wise, but uh, it's just not not most girls. It's not in most of them. So the, the pool is going to be a lot smaller than it is with the guys. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I mean, sometimes even the girl fights are 
even like rougher than the guy fights like in terms of like violence they they tend to just the ones that do actually you know like you said train and come up and pop out they end up um i mean they have these really crazy fights like nama yunez uh i mean she's insane to watch and uh yeah nama yunez Jean-Marie lee last two fights yeah and i mean um uh valentina shevchenko even i mean you know if you look at the ufc look at their first 10 years they had some of the most amazing just the guys kind of bit down and hit each other kind of fights mm-hmm. uh, and right now we're in the first 10 years ish of female fighters so there's a lot of bite down in the mouth guard let it let's see what happens so yeah there's a lot of fun fights and i look forward to seeing how much how much bigger the, the fights get as uh, as the the talent pool increases I think I remember, uh, I mean, I don't know if this is true or not. I read a rumor that they might even be adding a new division for the women's. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> they don't have enough girls for the, what, four-way classes they have now. Mm-hmm. In yeah, like- the 45, yeah, in 45, it's Nunes. That, that's it. There is nobody else in the division. At 35, there's like four of them. I mean, Pena was coming off a loss, wasn't she? Or one fight, she lost, she won, she got a title fight. That doesn't mm-hmm. typically happen unless you're conor mm-hmm. mcgregor um <laughs> and uh yeah, the 125 i mean shevchenko's cleared the division mm-hmm. uh 15 or i 15 i guess the 15 was the one weight class where they've got I, i've always felt they've had a deep enough talent pool but if they were to introduce a 105 i, I think you might take some of the 115ers and mm-hmm. another incredibly thin talent pool mm-hmm yeah, the one fifteen, the one fifteen is definitely the ones that have the most recon- recognizable names like a uh, Waterson, uh, Rose Namajunas, Juliana uh, G- or uh, G- uh, uh, Joe Chechek. Yeah, yeah, yes, Jean Lee. Yeah. yeah, and it's the weight class that's been around the longest. I think I'm right saying that. No, no, it was one. It's the one with uh, it's bantamweight with Ronda Rousey because she was yeah, the first was just, uh, women's champion. Her first one, she. Uh, but even then, a one thirty-five athletic girl. There's not many of them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of you look at the same thing with the, the male divisions. It's the one fifty-five, one seventy divisions that are just half. There are mm-hmm. so many guys. It's the only weight class I think you could add is a one sixty-five, make it fifty-five, sixty-five, seventy-five. Just mm-hmm. because so many athletic dudes. When you become an athletic dude, your weight is generally around there. Once mm-hmm. you get to 85, there's less. 205, not many. Heavyweight, they, there's not many heavyweights. Mm-hmm. If they made a 165 division in the UFC, I feel like that would be just a slaughter fest. Between the uh, 155 and the 170 division, like the talent huh. they have. And there's yeah. a lot of them that are like very middle. Uh, and wait, so like if they could get that 160, 165, that would just be a slaughterhouse of killers. Yeah, I think I think a 65 weight class would make sense, but that that's the only one I think. But the only new weight class for now that that would make sense. What do you, uh, think? Uh, meant talking about the 160 division, have you uh, paid any attention to Khabib's uh, Eagle FC because they are I, supposedly having a 160 uh weight class? I uh, I, I haven't. I, I, I think I heard uh what's his name's fighting Diego Sanchez. Um uh Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. Yeah, Kevin Lee's fighting Sanchez, and that's all I've heard. Um they, they must be spending some money on it. And mm-hmm. I, I love Sanchez. I really enjoyed watching Lee. 
but it's that's not a great fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah a very uh, young was a very high uh, hot prospect up and coming versus someone who's been who's who's been in a couple wars someone who's been there for well, a while first tough champion mm-hmm. yeah so I actually wanted to ask you a question. I saw a video on Instagram the other day of you getting tased. And um, <laughs> I just wanted to ask you what that was like, because you took it like a champ. Yeah. Well, so a few people said, it's not a taser. It's a stun gun. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I, you know, what? we're a different breed as fighters. We, we love we love that little bit of pain. And uh, you just, just, you know, bite down and then take it. <laughs> And then another uh, kind of Instagram question. I saw a picture of you and Sean Strickland together, and he recently said that you have a really heavy punch. And I just wanted to know, uh, or I guess know what the experience was like fighting or sparring with Sean or training, I guess. Shoot, Strickland and I, we've been training partners for, oop. Like your uh, horse? Being the horse yeah. with uh, the carrot in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> My phone just said, you're on low power mode. Um <laughs> Strickland and I have been teammates and friends for shoot, probably about 10 years now. I mean, we, we've just been beating the hell out. He's the one that broke my jaw. I broke his knee. Uh, we've just kind of been going back and forth with who's going to hurt who. Um, there, there's not a there's not a guy I have better rounds with than him, and I, I think he would probably say vice versa. Um, we, we beat each other up as best we can, and we, we get better together as, as often as we can. Um, so, yeah, he I may hit hard, but I have to because he's got such a high pace. Uh, I, I hate sparring him on week one of camp because he doesn't get tired in week one. I am come week four or week, you know, th- you know, three weeks to go. I, I can hang with him for, for five rounds, but whoo, early in camp, it's hard going with him. A little mm-hmm. bit of a late start. <laughs> he just doesn't get tired. I, I have, I have never once been tired in a fight. I, I say I've got about as good a conditioning as anyone ever has. I, I, I would put Bisbing, uh, Frankie Edgar and Sean Strickland ahead of me in conditioning, but uh, man, it, it's just it's just a different pace. I just saw a video recently. Uh, it was like a little highlight training montage of you, and I saw you uh, just doing like uh, chin ups and uh, uh, shadow boxing with your kid on your back, and I thought it was very cool. Oh man, that was old. That was back when I was in uh, MFC even. Oh really? That was yeah, that, that was video, years man. ago. Nine years ago, ten years ago. Oh wow! I just uh, only re- I, I'm having a kid on the way, so I saw that and it was very uh, m- uh, motivating. It's like, yeah, you could. This guy's a professional fighter. He's still he's still getting the practice and he's still getting the work in. Yeah, man, I got a lot of kids. So congratulations on yours. You're you're gonna thank I, you. So this I I always tell is expecting fathers. It's different for guys and girls. These girls they're carrying the baby for nine months. They have a little more time to to you know appreciate what it is mm-hmm. for me it was like the moment i held my little girl reagan was my my oldest the moment i held her i mean it's like well every other child is worse this one is better than everyone i was <laughs> child i thought i liked kids before but nope i like this kid and it was so funny i mean it was like the moment the moment i got to, to hold meet her it was just it was it was an amazing an amazing thing and i, I you're you're gonna love it Oh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm having a daughter, too, so okay. I'm excited about that. Hold that oh, little cool. girl for the first but time. They're easy boys, at least when they're young. I don't know about the old as they get older yet, though. That's what <laughs> I've heard. But. And speaking of family, um, I guess just a 
as a closer, I wanted to know how the holidays were for you and your family. Um, how have you been doing? Oh, we've been doing great. We, we went out, we went and saw a movie Christmas day, uh, new, new year's. I wasn't with them. They went up North and I went out to California, but I uh, know we, we've been, we, we had, we had a heck of a time. We had a, we had a very Merry Christmas and happy new year. That's great. It's great to even have those periods of times where you can relax a little bit before you yeah. have to get back on the grind. Yeah, it's always hard having a fight around February because that puts Christmas and New Year's right in your uh, right mm-hmm. in your way. But uh, yeah, we found a way to do it. I, I had a good time with it, and I had a had a very merry Christmas with everyone. And just out of a curiosity thing, you said you saw a movie on Christmas. What did you guys go see? Uh, we saw Sing Two. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping yeah, Spider Man. I saw that. <laughs> myself like two days later <laughs> oh it's so good i saw i think four times the opening weekend <laughs> oh incredible spider-man 2 has been my it's been my my high bar for superhero movies and i think this one took it this was just everything i'd ever want to hear superhero movie no i loved it too. yeah i, I agree was, i mean to see all three of them together was like a, a it almost felt like a childhood dream for me coming true yeah, and they're all playing the same character, but they all played them just a little different from one another. It was it was so much fun, and and they just they they put it together very very well. I I was a huge fan. Yeah, it was a fantastic movie. Uh, I have a couple more questions. But, yeah. Uh, how many fights are you planning on having this year? Do you have a set goal or? I, I'm getting or lucky. Like- fight early. I'm on what I think the third card of the year. So man, if I if my re- six is my record, if I get to get to seven, I'd I'd be happy. But uh, I also know I'm getting older, and uh, my camp situation has changed since I moved to Tennessee. So I, I don't know what I'm gonna what I'd be able to get away with. But I'm hoping to get I get three or four realistically. I, I'd be thrilled with that. That'd be a good year. Three or four is a good amount of fights for a fighter, at least in this uh, day and age. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, before your fight, there's a there's a very big, big, big fight, Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Gan, and I just want to have you on record say who do you think's taking the the heavyweight belt? And still, uh, no, Nogano's got it. I, Gan Gan's good, although he hasn't impressed me like Nogano has. Like he's he won, he's winning, he's winning even pretty dominantly. Although that was an illegal elbow he hit, uh, he finished uh, Dos Santos with. That was that was garbage. That should have been no contest at the end. But um, he's very talented, and you know if if Nogano loses this champion, get gain of Gano will be there for for years to come. But I don't bet against Nogano. He's so fast, so strong, so big. Um, I, I, you know, talent matters, size matters too, and and they're both talented. But in the end, I think the size and the the strength and the the speed of Nogano is just just gonna he's gonna be champion for a long time to me it's almost it's almost like a it's like almost like a superhero fight just like these incredibly big athletic men in the heavyweight division it's it's definitely exciting it's definitely a great way to kick off the 2020 uh ufc uh i guess season 2022 2022 you're right and i'm hoping i'm hoping that uh uh nogano wins you know (laughs) defends his belt then goes over and uh fights uh was it wilder or fury whichever fury, whichever fury, yeah, in the boxing. yeah i hope it happens he probably loses that one but fury's offered doing it in mma gloves Ooh, 
That would be that's a scary punch coming from Nganu. That's a terrifying punch. You don't. I would take it with MMA gloves. Still would bet on Nganu unless unless the odds were terrible for for Mm -hmm. for it. If the odds were bad, I'd put some money on him. That Nganu versus uh, Fury fight would be like the the biggest uh combat sports crossover since uh connor versus mayweather maybe even bigger just because like it, you you always hear bigger is better we always love yeah. watching the big guys fight so that yeah, would be the, a very incredible fight to watch much hype on both of them right now mm-hmm. uh super wins uh, yeah it would be it would be big yeah that, i would love to see that fight honestly mm-hmm. yeah it, and it's, it's funny how much i would like to i I mean, the MMA guys aren't going to beat boxers in a boxing fight. It's just not going to happen. You put you put 100 of us against a boxer, we're going to lose. We're not boxers. Uh, but you put one guy who, who really does have that one-punch knockout power in there. I mean, and there's not a – I mean, I hit hard, but it's nothing compared to Nagano. And you, you put Nagano in there, especially with MMA – thank you. Especially with MMA. <laughs> it's just – oh, man, it would – it would finish him, or it might finish him. It, 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 I would just be—I would be so excited to watch that. I'd even pay for it. I wouldn't stream it. I'd pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The—you uh, mentioned put a UFC fighter in, or an MMA fighter in a boxing. Boxers always got to take the cake. But uh, there's a reason we haven't seen boxers, straight boxers, go inside the octagon. There's a reason for that. Yeah, wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, MMA it, is truly like the best fighter in my opinion like the the world-class champ is the <laughs> best fighter in the world because of obviously uh, yeah. all the different weapons and techniques at your guys' disposal yeah um and it's like khabib showed it's the wrestler the better wrestlers the best fighter in the world jay just stupid because i'm not a wrestler but it's <laughs> that, that's the problem every boxer would have is they would just get taken down i think when i couture fought who'd couture fight um Couture MMA fought a boxer and Couture just took him down and just ground him for he was like two rounds before he got the finisher. It, it was it was exactly how you thought it would be. I don't think leg kicks would do it. I think it'd be the wrestling. Do you wish it was easier for a for example, like a UFC fighter to go and fight a Bellator champion or a boxing champion? or a fighter do you wish it was easier to have create more fights to uh you know test things out uh, no there's only so many fights i would be interested in mm-hmm. most of the time if an mma guy wants to go fight a boxer i'm not interested at all it's not my sport so we're gonna lose so mm-hmm. yeah i'm watching an mma guy lose to a boxer it doesn't interest me uh watching a, a ufc guy fight a bellator guy the it would only help the Bellator guy because everybody mm-hmm. knows the guy is. It wouldn't help him. I mean, it would only help Bellator and their champion. Mm-hmm. If a UFC guy beats Bellator champion, well, of course, he was supposed to. He's the UFC guy. If UFC guy loses to Bellator champion, it's like, oh, my God, Bellator's – it would it would only hurt the UFC, I think, mm-hmm. uh, for, for the most part, which is why we've gotten a couple, couple guys to go – fight boxers is that doesn't hurt the ufc we're we're, we're supposed to lose and so yeah. if we lose it doesn't really matter and i guess uh talking about how those 
MMA fighters going to fight boxers doesn't really interest you. Uh, I know some people wouldn't consider Jake Paul a boxer, <laughs> but I mean, did you did you see how he put down Tyron Woodley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I streamed that one. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that one is not getting a dime. Uh, no, Jake Paul's a shitty fighter. Uh, he just, I mean, there's a reason he has fought a basketball player, a YouTube star, two retired wrestlers, and they, that's who he's fighting. Uh, and then he, and they're all weight classes smaller than him. I mean, they're all two weight classes smaller than him normally. So I, I, I did think Woodley was going to win, but uh, it didn't surprise me that he got got beat like that either. Right. Love or hate the, the Jake Paul. That was a good knockout. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's people that like think that it was fake. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm with you. I wish all the UFC fighters whooped the Ohio kid's ass. But uh, that was – he put Tyron to sleep. Yeah, yeah. He, it's the reason he, he keeps calling out these – he calls out what Diaz and Mastival, guys that are under contract, guys that are, again, two-way classes. Diaz is three-way classes smaller than him. Um, when he's got Anderson Silva sitting right in front of him. Anderson Silva is officially a boxer now. He's older than Jake Paul, but he's the same size. He's a striker. There's a reason he's not going to do that fight. because He knows what he's doing. He's going to troll the UFC for as much money as he can get out of it. And um, then eventually he'll lose and he'll walk off into the distance. Oh, you guys still there? Here you. Are you able oh, to hear us, hear us now? Here uh, you know. Okay, I'm, we're so sorry about that. I don't know what just happened. Our tech kind of like fried out for a second. Oh, you got a rear naked choke him. Is <laughs> yeah, dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tech loves to work until it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Again, thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome, my friends. Thank, thank you for again. Thank you for wanting me on. Absolutely, this was fantastic. Uh, we, I mean. Anytime you're available, we would love, love to speak yeah. with you. This was a great time. Um, again, sorry about the technical difficulties difficulties that we had. Yeah, well, yeah, hit me up again uh, someday, and we'll, we'll we'll do it again. We would absolutely yeah. love yep. that. Thank you so much, Sam. Great. And we're looking forward to seeing you fight uh, February fifth with Phil Hawes. Hey, I appreciate that, guys. Hey, have a great rest of your night. Thank you. You, you too. You take care. Keep up the All good right. work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bye, Sam. Bye, guys. Bye.